Good morning. Thank you for joining me for Genesis chapter 10. Now this is the history of the generations of the sons of Noah and of Shem, Ham and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Goma, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach and Tiras. The sons of Goma were Ashkenaz, Riphath and Togamah. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dedanim. Of these were the islands of the nations divided in their lands, everyone after his language, after their families in their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havila, Sabtah, Raama, and Sabtika. The sons of Raama were Sheba and Dedan. Cush became the father of Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before Yahweh. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, in the land of Shinar. Out of that land he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ea, Calah, and Rezin between Nineveh and the great city Calah. Mizraim became the father of Ludum, Anamim, Lehabim, Naphtahim, Pathrasim, Kazlahim, which the Philistines descended from, and Kaphtarim. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, Heth, the Jebusites, the Amurites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Yarkites, the Sinites, the Arvidites, the Zemurites, and the Hamathites. Afterwards, the family of the Canaanites were spread abroad. The border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as, as you go towards Gerar, to Gaza, as you go towards Sodom, Gomorrah, Admah, and Zeboim, to Lashah. These are the sons of Ham and their families according to their languages in their lands and their nations. Children were also born to Shem, the father of all the children of Eber, the elder brother of Japheth. The sons of Shem were Elam, Ashur, Aphishad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arphishad became the father of Shelah. Shelah became the father of Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Almadad, Shelef, Hazamaveth, Jerah, Hadaram, Uzal, Diklah, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Their dwelling extended from Mesha as you go towards Sephar, the mountain of the east. These are the sons of Shem by their families, according to their languages, lands, and nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah by their generations, according to their nations, the nations divided from these in the earth after the flood.
Wow, that was a challenge getting through all of that. And um, when I was young, I used to just read chapters like that just to say I'd read them. Because you know, as a young person, I, I finished reading the Bible at the age of 10, the first time through. And I, my main objective was just to say I'd read the Bible. There were things I learned, but when I came to chapters like this, I just read them, just to say that I'd read them. And perhaps that's the first time you've ever heard this chapter. And it can seem a bit pointless. You kind of wonder why on earth was there a chapter like that in the Bible, just describing all the sons of, of the and, you know, descendants of these three sons of Noah. Actually, there's 70, 70 descendants there, or 70 nations, each with their own language. And, um, but chapters like this are actually of huge value to Bible researchers, historians, and um, because they give a great deal of detail and uh, of information and stuff that would not otherwise be available. When you read a chapter like that as just a, a casual reader, you often don't get much out of it. But, and certainly the first time I read through my Bible, I didn't. And if you're like people who start from the beginning of the Bible, then this is just the 10th chapter you've read and you really got no frame of reference for any of the things that you read there. But as you go through the Bible, you start hearing the names of some of these tribes and nations in other places. Mizraim, for example, was mentioned in there. Well, that's the Egyptians. And you start hearing it later in the book of Isaiah, you know, prophecy against Mizraim and, and things like this. And so you find that your first time through the Bible when you encounter chapters like this, it doesn't mean a great deal to you. But by the time you come to it the second time, you've heard some of these names before and you start thinking, oh, well, at least that was my experience. And so these chapters grow in their meaning and their significance the more that you read the Bible. And the Bible is really a book like this. It's a book that becomes more and more meaningful and more and more significant the more of it you get into you. And so that's why there's no, such chap there's no such thing as a chapter in the Bible that's pointless. They all have a point, they're all helpful, and the truth be told that Jesus is in all, in all these chapters somewhere. And it's our, it's our job to like look for Jesus and try to find him in the scriptures. So all of us, every human being in the world today comes from one of the three sons of Noah. And um, there's a lot of discussion about, you know, exactly which son you might have come from. And um, the son called Japheth, he went north. And um, the nations that were described there were in general north of the ark. And so we've got, quite likely, a lot of European ancestry with Japheth. And if you're European, or if you have a European background as I do, you've probably um, go back to, the, to Japheth. And, um, but if you're Middle Eastern, then quite likely you've got some history with either Shem or Ham. But, you know, we've all got a, a lot of mixed ancestry, you know, fathers and grandparents and great-grandparents. Truth is, we're probably all descended from a mixture of all three. And we know for certain we're all descended from Noah and his wife. We've got common ancestry in Noah. But that's our human ancestry. There's something far more important than that, and that's that we find ourselves in the family of Christ. We're already all in the family as descendants of Noah automatically. And that's fine. 
But what we need to do is make sure we're in the family of Christ because that's the family that counts ultimately. So what can we learn from this chapter? Firstly, there's actually no pointless part of the Bible. Even parts that are full of names like this and, and hard to get your head around, they're not pointless. They're important, they're valuable for different people for different reasons, but even for you, they will grow in your value the more you read of the scriptures. And, um, but as well as that, we can learn that as well as being descended from Noah, we need to find ourselves in Christ. So Lord, I pray today that you would help every one of my listeners to find themselves in Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that, that you did deliver Noah and his sons in the time of the flood. And I thank you that Christ is also the ark of our salvation too. And that we can find ourselves in him and find our salvation from the future coming judgment with which all people will be subjected. So Lord, let us find ourselves not only as descendants of Noah, but let us find ourselves in Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. Mm -hmm.